Well, a very good day to you, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Entering Stage Right. I'm D. Paul Thomas, actor and playwright, podcasting from the heartland of America right here in old Indianapolis, Indiana, and joining me all the way from the left coast, but always entering stage right is my wonderful co-host, the actor, director of some of the biggest hits in TV history, Philip Charles McKenzie. And a very good day to you, Philip. How is everything going out in Los Angeles? Well, we had a little uh, rain again this morning. Aside from our rain a couple of weeks ago, that downpour, uh, we're having a little early morning rain. So uh, August and September, which are normally as dry as uh, uh, not quite a desert, but uh, uh, we're, we're getting a little uh, spritzing here. But, you know, I hope everybody noticed the other night, uh, I think it was uh, uh, Wednesday night into Thursday morning, the once... In a blue moon, blue moon. Yes. It was. Uh, I'm, I'm sure most of our listeners know this, but a blue moon is a. Uh, the, it happens only every couple three years. It, it's it's not it's not often. And what it is is the second full moon in a month, uh, and that usually happens in uh, months uh, with uh, 31 <laughs> days. And it came up, and and this was a special. I forget the word. It was the different word they use? Blue moon meaning sort of extra large. <laughs> and I made sure to get up in the middle of the night, like at one o'clock in the morning, I wanted to see it. And, and the, it was, it, the, the moonlight, it just lit the whole sky up and, and I looked at it and it was just, just glorious. So yes, uh, yeah. ho ho hoping our friends who, uh, and listeners who, uh, uh, who liked that sort of thing were, uh, were able to see the, uh, the blue moon the other F night. Philip, so, we, uh, we yeah. saw the same thing here. I was up, uh, the same work. moon? <laughs> How can that be? How can that be? I thought it was a different moon on the other side of the country. Hey, uh, no, but it, we were up working uh, late that night and uh, till midnight. And uh, uh, boy, I walked out on our uh, uh, veranda and just looked up, and Debbie was with me. And boy, it was it was it was just a pretty uh, neat sight, wasn't it? Yeah. Very much so. Neat, neat as it can be. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, go, uh, going from that, I, 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 ha I have uh, usually my California, many times my California things are very serious. This one is serious, but it, it, it's delicious. <laughs> I like to say. This is a delicious, this is a delicious uh, um, uh, happening here. You know, <laughs> he said with great relish. <laughs> oh, with a, a delicious relish is what it is. Uh, you know, a, a, Every, everybody north of Texas is is uh, coming down on uh, Governor Texas Governor Greg Abbott. Uh, you know the the, gut, the 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 nerve of this guy, whose state is being overrun by an open border and hundreds of thousands and millions, literally, in the last couple of years coming into this country. That, that they are getting angry that he is actually putting people, some of these people, on buses and sending them someplace else. Um, he's sending them to New York, and the Governor Adams there is, is, is having a conniption fit. You can't have these. You can't send them here. Oh, okay. I'll just keep them. You keep them there in Texas. Well, uh, uh, Governor Abbott has been sending them here to Los Angeles as well, busfuls of uh, 
of illegal immigrants. <laughs> and, uh, you know, uh, he, he just uh, sent the other day, I think it was his 10th bus that he sent, um, 39 illegal immigrants showed up on our great mayor, Karen Bass's doorstep. Right. And the bus it included 12 families, 21 children. And uh, so this is his 10th shipment. Now, here's the delicious part that I relish, to use your word. Um, she gets, she got very, uh, very outraged. She said, L.A. has not extended an invitation asking for people to come. This is a political act, she yes. said. Yes. I think she forgot, though, that... Los Angeles is a sanctuary city. Oh. And, and you know, now it, it became a sanctuary city before she became mayor, but isn't declaring something a sanctuary city a political act? So yes, it what's is. what's the little game? Exactly. So you can't do that. And, you know, meaning we, we want these open borders and people to come into our country, but don't send them here. So uh, I, I, my, my kudos to my anti-hero Karen Bass for being outraged that, <laughs> that a political act in response to a political act was, yeah. somehow, yeah. was somehow upsetting to her. Yeah. So, uh, oh, yeah. I, I, I see why you, you uh, found it so delicious because, oh, yeah. you know, the irony is uh, thick here. Uh, it would be, it, you know, it, it sort of uh, supports the old adage, you know, be careful what you wish for. We're declaring ourselves a sanctuary city. Whoops. They're sending us illegal immigrants. Well, we can't have that. I mean, it's, you know, seriously. Well, you know, there, there, was, there, was some, there was something else. You're exactly right. I'm sorry. You, you, no, there was something no, else no. I saw this week. You know, the Hyde Park area of Chicago. Right. It is sort of a middle oh, to yeah, upper middle very class. Nice. It's a yeah, nice, nice area. Well, there was a huge meeting there this past week mm. with black residents of that area and white residents. And, and, and mostly the black folks were getting up and saying, why are you sending these people? They wanted to send them and put them in hotels right in that area and the black yeah. people. And some yeah. of the black people who got up and saying, you can't do this, send them back. Oh, I don't care where they come from, send them to Venezuela. I mean, they were <laughs> ranting and raving. And they showed, I know it was a clip, so it's edited. Two white people saying, well, no. Obviously, leftist, you know, uh, liberals who, yeah, who, yeah. as as you said, be careful what you wish for. You always, you know, vote against your own interest. Saying, well, we need to, we need to make a place for these immigrants and and these not immigrants, migrants. Now they're migrants. Where's, where's the black, the members yeah. of the community going? Right. Get uh, these people the hell out of here. Well, so, and, and, and so you only, know, the worm it, is turning in some areas, yes, people, yes, which yes, I yes. think will lead us into something else. We but, we uh, just we just ahead. we just need a grip on it period i mean even when lady gaga's father comes out and is kvetching <laughs> about what's happening on his uh upper west side street with uh, uh, uh the migrants living and destroying this hotel you know what i'm talking about yes and, yeah. and he's got and he's got a, and he's got a big business to protect as well yeah which yeah. Is, yeah yeah exactly exactly so you know it, it it indeed the people are starting to stand up listen it's been a tremendous week i was sad this morning uh philip in way of a, a sidebar to you know read about the death yesterday of jimmy buffett who passed away here at 76 yeah. so uh, yeah yeah it's funny i was just with 
him, uh, not with him, excuse me, but with uh, not just one of his roadies, but the gentleman who literally has been with him for decades in in, uh, Hit of the Sound uh, on his uh, tours. And he lives here in Indianapolis. And when he comes back from the tours, he buys property. And he was just telling me two weeks ago what what a gentleman uh, Mr. Buffett has been, uh, to him and, uh, just what a swell chap he was in so many different ways. Well, what I learned this morning, I read up on it a little bit, you know, I, I know that he was a pilot and having, you know, being a pilot myself, that always yeah. struck me. So he had a few hits and, and he was a pilot and he loved the, uh, uh he lived in Florida, loved the uh, Caribbean and all yeah, that. Key West, yeah. Know, what I didn't, that's right. What I didn't know is that he had business restaurants and all kinds of businesses. When he oh, passed, yeah. he was worth a billion dollars. <laughs> yeah. So I, I just found that amazing. That, oh, yeah. That this, no. that, yeah. this, that this guy was able to uh, parlay a couple mm-hmm. of really fun hits that people always love to listen to on the radio oh, into yeah. a into in, into quite an empire so, oh absolutely uh, so god yeah. rest his soul and kudos to uh, to uh, jimmy and his uh, success during his life indeed and to margaritaville yes indeed yeah some some legacy well listen we're gonna we're gonna pivot uh real quickly and i just want to go into our main topic because really this podcast is in great measure about parents protesting Parents pushing back, parents wanting to take more control of their children's education. We'll see that motif popping up repeatedly here, Philip. But what I found most encouraging was this um, article that you sent me earlier this week about some of these organizations that are cropping up really all across the country, but particularly uh, in New York and on the West Coast within the Chinese community. Bring us up to date on it because it's uh, it's important. Well, this is a tie-in. I was thinking about this this morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a tie-in. There seems to be among a lot of people, different communities, a finally starting to push back against uh, critical race theory. And it has, not in of itself, but what critical race theory, um, what, what, what its essentials are, which is there are the oppressors, the country is, you know, our culture is uh, right, divided right, into the oppressors right. and the oppressed, meaning white people are yeah. the oppressors and and black people are the oppressed. But, and, and, and so it becomes a, and we've talked about this a long time ago, it's like a zero-sum game that for you, meaning the black community, to gain through reparations and, 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 uh, um, you know, preferential hiring, et cetera, et cetera. For them to gain, everybody else loses, and it's and 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 this is this is starting to happen. You know, it's, it happened out here in Glendale, with, or California, which we talked about about people going to school meetings 
uh, Armenians in Armenian community, which is very tight and religiously mm -hmm. based. Uh, we were, uh, we've also talked about Muslim communities in Michigan right. and, and places going to school board meetings in terms of not <laughs> not just critical race theory, but of teaching pornography in, in elementary yes, schools. Yes, the whole it, gender it, identity. It, it, that's thing. right. Exactly. That, that, and, and even now, which we saw in Chicago, which I just mentioned, it's, it's happening in Oakland, California. Mm-hmm that there is starting to be a huge pushback right across the board. Yes. And, and it seems like the people who are still, they're always leftists, they're always leftists, but, but the ones who are still pushing this and still have uh, probably the most um, connection and control with the corporate media are white college-educated leftists. And, and, but the rest of the country are starting to in many instances, not all, starting to fight back. So the, getting to this article, a very interesting article um, that uh, a group um, uh, led by Kevin Zhao, uh, founder of the Parents Group New York, uh, mm -hmm. began in 2019. It was Mayor Bill de Blasio, one of the biggest losers ever. <laughs> this was in response to what he did. He, he said that they were getting rid of the SHSAT, which is Specialized High School Admissions Tests right. in New York City, which the, the great schools that those went to are Bronx, Bronx High School of Science, Stuyvesant, Brooklyn Tech, and maybe a few others, yes. that we're getting rid of them in the name of equity. Right. So again, what you give to someone else, you're taking from somebody else. Mm -hmm. Now, the, 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 this, this, this group and many others... Uh, and, and across the country, Chinese parents with similar fears uh, of, 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 of losing out on their cultural uh, uh, ethos of work, hard work and meritocracy, they are starting to launch programs um, such as this one in, in New York City and there's one in San Francisco. They're starting in summer camps, leadership programs. It's happening all over. And, and, and they, are, they, are, they worry that Asian children who come from a culture of hard work and meritocracy will be victimized in the current wave of racial politics. Mm -hmm. they, they, they bristle what they see as left-wing indoctrination in schools and ideology that reinterprets equality as a push for equal results instead of opportunities. And um, there was one in, San yeah. one, one in San Francisco, uh, it's, a, it's a, it, the American and Chinese Bicultural Academy, a K through 12 school, which has been started. Uh -huh. And uh, it there was, was, was started when a, when a, a, a woman, um, uh, Anne Shu uh, mm -hmm. got involved in the in in, in the uh, uh, citizens bond oversight committee of the city school board, and she realized that that um, that uh, what with with uh, uh, teaching and grades going down and uh, uh, that that the, the the school board was much more interested in changing the name of a school. You know, their their focus was in a oh yeah was in was it was in a place that that again was starting to uh, uh, undermine the Asian cultural ethos. And in fact, and well, in, in any case, she started this um, uh, academy. She and another man started this academy and it is thriving. 
it is it is it is it is thriving uh, mm-hmm. greatly and uh, there are places in New York there are summer camps being started in New York mm-hmm. and, and 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 here in California there was a uh, uh, San Diego Asian Americans for Equality what they have started a youth program is in uh, is in uh, reaction to see uh, uh, in uh, there was a uh, a, a state um, a, a bond measure uh, years back I think in I think in the nineties uh, uh, you know banning um, uh, preferential treatment uh, and uh, and the, recently and there there the 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 left the unicameral house basically in in California right is 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 wanting to put another bond measure on. Uh, uh, on the uh, up for vote soon that will tr- that will even though they're saying it's just to uh, tweak it a little bit is basically to undermine it and saying they can do affirmative action that's the word I'm looking for affirmative action and the San Diego Asian Americans for Equality are are have begun their uh, push against uh, this right. this attempt to undermine uh, this ban on affirmative action. So so in places you know throughout the country, the, the, the there is fight back, and in this instance, among the uh, uh, Asian American. Uh, uh, and by the way, it's also uh, in New York, especially there. It also goes against uh, again these leftist DAs who are just letting criminals yeah. out in the street and what, and, what, and 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 preying on Asians in the Asian community. Yeah, yeah. No, the uh, parents are pushing back, and I I love the one in New York because uh, again you sent me this article a few days ago, and I was rereading it carefully this morning. Uh, the one that's called Youth. 4 a.m. Now, that's the number four. So it's youth with a four a.m. And uh, uh, Angela, uh, who I believe is the co-founder of the New York Residents Alliance, and it stands for both, how cool is this, Youth for Asian Meritocracy, Youth 4 a.m. And it also, she points out, alludes uh, to a quote from the late basketball star Kobe Bryant when he described his rigorous training schedule as, have you seen Los Angeles at 4 (laughs) a.m.? Which means get up, work, work, and work, and guess what? The world's an oyster, and it's your oyster. You can accomplish anything. And so you have the youth 4 a.m. So these, I just find this so encouraging, don't you, Philip? I do, absolutely. And I, I think it, it is, uh, you know, permeating throughout uh, uh, the, the, the country, as I mentioned, various specific uh, communities, uh, Armenians and, yes. and, and, and Muslims, and, and even into the black community and the Asian community. I think... I, I, you know, I, I hope this takes uh, and and grows, but it's one of those things where, where you know that, that what if we do, there's a tipping point at some point at somewhere along the line there's a tipping point where where even people who are not politically involved or 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 politically active it starts affecting them and they and it occurs to them wait a second what's happening here what is going on here yes and um yeah. and it's like no and, and you know what it comes down to it comes down to 
real equality. Absolutely. Not equity. And what I mean by equality is fairness, equality of opportunity. You know, equality of opportunity. And, you know, this is one of the things that, uh, and I've spoken of this before, which the, the, the Asian community in many places throughout the country that we've just been speaking about, it, it's about taking care of your own. You know, you've got mm-hmm. to, if, if, if you have, uh, you, you take care of your own community. And, and I believe a lot of conservative blacks are starting, are, are, are real, not starting, are, are focused on that as well. And I've mentioned this before. Oh, absolutely. Going back, yeah. going back to Malcolm X, who was an absolute ra- radical. Yeah. And, uh, and, and, and uh, Farrakhan, who I have no love for by any stretch of the imagination, but both of them having to do with the black community, their own black community, say, don't count on anyone else. Take care of ourselves. Philip, I mean, keep the family together. And, and, and you know, yeah, because it, yeah. it, it was a reaction in many ways to Lyndon Johnson and the Great Society. Oh, yeah, gimme, yeah. gimme, gimme. And look, if, if we can yeah. give you enough, you will be loyal to us forever. And I think more and more blacks in this country are getting to where it's going, no, 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 no. Yeah, we don't, no. we're not going to count on you to save us. Philip, I, I know this is somewhat anecdotal, but uh, yesterday I went to the post office at 2 o'clock it was closed. It was closed apparently because of some kind of uh, technical glitch and uh, their computers were down. Of course, there was also the help wanted sign in the window. An African-American woman and I were concurrently uh, going in because we had stamps in at least the one area uh, you could at least, uh, you could, you, you could drop off your mail. You couldn't go in, you couldn't get anything. You couldn't uh, do anything. And, uh, we're talking as we're going out. And, uh, she said, it's just unbelievable. Isn't it now? Our mail sometimes doesn't arrive here. They want help wanted. And this, um, handsome African-American woman looked at me and she just said, you know, in my time, this was a job you would die for. You would want to be a postal worker because A, you knew it was good for you. B, you knew you would have tremendous benefits. And I, and I agreed with her. I told her about my own mailman who's going to retire on, you know, with his $87,000 pension, I think I've mentioned before in the air. Yeah, and she, mm-hmm. And I said, what is the issue? And she just said, we have lost the work ethic. We've lost it, she said. And so this awakening that you're talking about, not only in the Asian community, but throughout the black community, it's happening, Philip. It's happening. Yeah. And, you know, uh, I, I, I don't know if this is really going to translate, but you and I, uh, I think, briefly hit on this the other day off, uh, you know, uh, privately. Yeah. Is that, that, you know, they always say, oh, you know, the um, you know, Republicans, uh, or like in this instance, Trump will get a tremendous amount of the black vote. And that... It, it, he got more than than uh, than had been uh, yeah. the norm before, and yeah. so you can't really count on that. But I'm seeing all over the internet of 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 uh, of, of black people going online and on uh, Twitter and uh, Facebook and places like that, 
that getting they're they're done with the person that's a whole nother thing the political persecution that's going on here so so again yep. we're at a tipping yep. point whether it has to do with uh, uh, Trump uh, 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 election shenanigans or or critical race theory and victims mm -hmm. and victimology and people going wait a second as this as this woman you were speaking what happened to the work ethic yeah yeah you know, remember how recently the uh, uh, work and being on time has has as is like a white privilege construct. Oh, it's a white construct yeah exactly. a white construct it's like are, are you kidding me. <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> let me let me let me ask you: When you were directing Frasier, what would happen if actors showed up late, Philip? Can I can you just tell me a little bit of what might be behind the scenes of an actor uh, just uh, decided to come in uh, to the shoot call time about a half hour later? So. <laughs> well, they were all white, so of course they were going to show up on time. Ah! That's a that's a joke. I'm sorry, I made a joke. It By the way, a... oh, okay. Let's go back. Let's go back to the '80s to the Cosby Show. Yeah. Bill Cosby, <laughs> the, 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 um, I'm blanking on the woman who played his wife and then all the kids and Rashid, stuff like that. I'll Rashid, bet you yeah. money they showed up on time and did the job. You better believe that's it. that's what it's about. It's about responsibility. To yeah. take responsibility for yeah. your actions. So, yeah, so this, yeah. is, this is just this, this white uh, privileged uh, leftist uh, dancing on the head of a pin uh, concept, I believe. Yeah, regarding time and the work ethic, I, I just love bumping into that woman yesterday. And oh. we, we talked for about five, six, seven minutes. Uh, it was really interesting. Anyway, Philip, we're going we're gonna to move right along because, again, we're focusing on concerned parents, parents who are pushing back, protesting in their own way. So I want to go right into your PS, which is about parents pushing back against some very powerful administrative bureaucratic people. Tell us about that. Yeah, well, you know, a few weeks ago, I meant, we mentioned on the air about, uh, about the school board, uh, uh, Chino Valley School Board, uh, being uh, um, threatened by uh, the California Attorney General Rob Bonta and saying how his, his claim that they were against the law, that they were uh, breaking the law, was dubious because it was just a suggestion. But now he has um, brought suit to uh, basically to overturn and overthrow a duly elected school board. So that's not only happening there, but this is what's happening in the country. Uh, something really interesting happened. Uh, uh, the Roanoke, Virginia, Roanoke County yep. uh, School Board uh, rejected this past week an offer from the Biden administration's Department of Justice to step in, are you ready for this, as a mediator over its decision on whether to implement guidelines from a Republican Governor Glenn Youngkin, so it's a state and states' rights, and say that school districts can't transition a gender child without parental consent. And two Republican congressmen, you know, the, the school board said you cannot yeah. do that without parental consent. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, we can't have that. We have to, you know, we have to have the state, and in this instance, the federal government, you know, uh, uh, rip the kids from out, uh, out of the home to say you, you do what we say you should do. But what's interesting here is, is the DOJ, I didn't know this, they have, a, a, they have a, um, an arm of it 
called the Community Relations Service. Oh, perfect. Sounds, sounds very bland. Perfect. And fun, it? Um, yeah, no. So the, 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 the DOJ said it had the ability to step in as a mediator, that's the funny word, due to ongoing community tensions in Roanoke following the release <laughs> of the new model policies for transgender students. Basically, two leftist activists were arrested for protesting the meeting and that's what brings in the federal government you can't you know it's the leftists were they're the heroes here and and by the way these two republican congress uh, um, um, ben klein and morgan griffith both of virginia republicans they urged the school board uh chairman brent hudson to reject the what is it community relations service arm of the doj <laughs> to reject it stating that parents elected school board members and roanoke county taxpayers are much better suited to make their own decisions about roanoke county school matters than unelected <laughs> bureaucrats in washington and uh, uh <laughs> mr hudson said don't worry we already rejected it <laughs> he said no 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 we already rejected it so, so they have rejected yeah. it and, and by the way here is a county uh, that uh, that uh, voted something like close to seventy or eighty percent for uh, for Trump. So now you think about this. So you want to talk about um, you know the 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 ethos uh, and yeah. political um, uh, views of mm -hmm. a of a uh, of 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 a community, and to have the uh, leftist DOJ come in and say no 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 no. You know, the next thing, it's a mediator, and you just know the next thing is going to be a threat. Oh. It goes oh, yeah. from mediation to you will do this, and this is all yeah. about states' rights. Absolutely. And, you know, it, it, it's you just wrap your arms around what you've just shared with us, Philip, for just a minute in the sense of trying to grasp the fact that the Department of Justice has recreated itself with multiple divisions and now has this, as you've just told us, Community Relations Service Division, which would do nothing but insinuate itself into local situations. And people wonder why we're saying the DOJ and the judiciary has become so weaponized. Yeah. I mean, it, 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 th there they are, just wanting to say, oh, really, you know, we, 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 we want to tell you what justice is before a local community has even determined for itself what we believe our community and our schools need. Yeah. And it's just become so darned invasive, haven't they? Uh, well, in, in, invasive as, and it's, it's intimidation. It's intimidation. Yeah. You know, this is this is nothing like the fifties, where the federal government had to had to step in, uh, having to do with uh, segregation. It's a whole different ball game. It's oh, a whole different yes. ball game. So in in, in that instance, I'm, and by the way, I'm, I'm not legal uh, legally knowledgeable about anything practically, but I'm sure there I'm sure there <laughs> were um, there 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 could have been legal arguments against the federal government doing that. I don't know, which is why at some point the 
1964, the, the, the Civil Rights Act and the Voting Rights Act had to yeah. be enacted. But, but that has nothing to do with this. This has to do with, again, undermining the family. Yeah, yeah. That well, we, yeah. We, we, the state, we know better and we're going to take your kid and, uh, and, and, and if your boy says, I'm a girl, the girl says, I'm a boy, we will deal with that because you, uh, you know, you're just the parents. Well, Philip, um, um, I'm leading the, you into something here. Aren't you I? are the good news. <laughs> the, the, the good news just continues, my friend, because uh, parents are not only in Roanoke County, but uh, in your very neck of the woods pushing back. Jessica Conan, a mother from California, was awarded a hundred thousand dollar judgment against the uh, Spreckles Union School District. That's just in and there from Monterey on the coast after a middle school of the district secretly, socially transitioned the woman's 11-year-old daughter, Alicia. Conan's lawsuit said that Alicia joined her school's now, they used at least the term equality club when she was in the sixth grade. Now, imagine this, Philip, where she learned about, quote, LGBT concepts, transgenderism, and bisexuality. Then the school was gracious enough to assist and expedite Alicia's social gender transition quote, giving her articles on how to conceal her supposed new gender identity from her mother and giving her a gender support plan that required school staff to refer to her by her male name the suit maintains. So, Philip, the stuff that we talk about that's going on across the nation, whether you believe it or not, it is. Here we have it. Alicia Conan being referred to by male pronouns by the teachers at the Buena Vista Middle School permitted to use the boys' bathroom all without her mother, Jessica Conan's knowledge or consent. So, thanks be to God, if you don't mind my saying so, with the help of the Center for, the American, for American Liberty, the Conan sued... And bravo to both mother and daughter, Jessica and Alicia, for pushing back, winning a $100,000 settlement, and helping again to stop this insanity of our public schools surreptitiously indoctrinating our children on gender ideology, and specifically in this case, gender transition. And by the way, Philip, I am going to attach to our little letter this week, uh, a quick little on X uh, interview that the mother and daughter, by the way, you look at this beautiful, precious woman and thank God the mother intervened and thank God she said she was duped to the daughter. And you just see this blossoming young, beautiful woman. And you just say to yourself, shame, shame on a school that would be doing this clandestinely. Also supported by the NEA and uh, the other teachers union uh, led by, uh, uh, what's her name? I'm blanking on her name. So the two, two largest teachers unions in the country are all down with this. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, and yeah. this is the reason so they... they when we yeah. talk about power, first of all, they don't give a damn about teaching kids. They give a damn about their union power, uh, their, their power, uh, you know, political power, and they go along with this too. So, you know... Yeah. Yep. Well, listen, I know you. Of this. Yep. I know you have also, I think, just a wonderful story <laughs> with, a, with a hero. And I want to hear it before we uh, sign off here in just a bit. Well, I think a lot of our, our, our listeners might have seen this this week. This, this, was, this was great. You want to talk about, again, as you just said with this, with this woman in California, uh, uh, this, is, this is fight back. Uh, a 12 year old kid. Yeah. In uh, Colorado Springs, uh, uh, he happened to, on his backpack, he has some things, he has the uh, Gadsden purchase or the Gadsden uh, um, uh, a patch on his, on his backpack. You know, the yeah. old thing with the snake, don't tread on me, uh, which, which has been part of our history. It originated on a warship in 1775 as a battle cry <laughs> for American independence from British rule. The flag became a symbol of America during their, the fight for freedom. Well, this kid gets called into school yeah, and his mother goes along with him. And there's this great video of a, one of the school's administrators. The, and these are people who call themselves educators. The, the, these are... <laughs> She said, "You. Uh, they wanted to put him out of school. You, you can't. Uh, you, you can't uh, um, have mm. that. Uh, don't tread on me, patch." Mm. And he and his mother go and said, "What do you mean? Why?" And this this woman said, "Well, because the flag has its origins with slavery, and s the slave trade, and is disruptive to the classroom environment." And when the when the boy when he refused. He was he was dismissed. Well, while she's saying this, while this woman is saying this, his mother says it has nothing to do with slavery. This is on video. No, I... that's like the Revolutionary War patch that 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 was enslaved when they were fighting the British. Well, they didn't want to hear anything about the. No, the, they don't want to hear about the real history. No, God, good, good, good grief, no. But one one of one of the you know you and I have talked about the upside and the downside of. Um, of social media. So this, this was one where it went viral. And uh, even the governor of Colorado, but he was, he was sort of, uh, he was sort of wishy-washy. He says, well, this is, you can't, this is, this is uh, uh, against freedom. This is against that. But he never said, he never, you know, he never, he never said you got to do something about this. So he was just pontificating. Well, finally, the school board in Colorado Springs, by the way, Colorado Springs is a military town. You got the Air Force Academy, yeah. the conservatives there, and um, they finally the the pushback. They finally uh, the Vanguard School Board of Directors uh, finally voted to allow a young student. With his name is Jaden Rodriguez. I'm sorry, I mentioned I forgot to mention his name and his mother Eden Rodriguez. Um, they allowed him to wear, put the uh, patch on his uh, school backpack. So there was a good victory there, but there was also a little bit of irony. There's a great photo. Mm -hmm. He has a backpack, uh, you know, and he's got little patches all over it, like kids do. And the kids wear great... tattoos today with uh, flags oh, oh, yeah, and symbols yeah. and everything. Exa yeah. Exactly. Well, there's a great photo of him in the school parking lot looking at the back of a, uh, of, of a, a faculty member's car. Mm -hmm. Now, we know, almost uh, all of our listeners know, 
uh, people, you don't know the people, but you see cars with with someone's political views, yeah. Yeah. you know, splattered all over all the back over. of yeah, the car, yeah, yeah, you know, exactly, little exactly. stickers and things. And there's a great photo of, 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 of young Jaden, very articulate fellow, by the way, very articulate. Yeah, uh, very knowledgeable for a twelve-year-old. I was, I was quite impressed. Yes, of of him looking at some faculty member's car, yeah. having every left-wing, you know, uh, <laughs> cliche, cliche, uh, you know, sticker on bumper on, sticker on the bumper yeah. on on, yeah. on the hatchback and everything. So you know, it's like you can do that. You know, right, but but, but right. I couldn't. So 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 Jaden Jaden Rodriguez, my uh, my hero for the week of really really fighting back and uh, and, I, and, I, and and winning, yeah. and they they yeah. won, and yeah. they won. I, and 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 again, God bless them. And I I just find this such an. I was talking to my wife uh, this morning about this. She's an educator, as as uh, our listeners know. I've uh mentioned it many a time and uh, of course you know she having taught at uh, episcopal schools in uh los angeles and here in indianapolis and so forth you know that have dress codes she says i just like it when they have dress codes she said they were into uh equity before anything nobody can do anything and i said yeah i know but in the meantime kids are doing things they are draping uh, uh, uh rainbow flags in the classroom they are saying that you have to attend uh gay pride uh, uh and recognize it during the days at school uh kids have got tattoos with different icons all over them and i said let me ask you a question uh to my wife do you remember when you learned about the Glatson flag? I said, I think I was in sixth grade. It goes before even uh, Christopher Gladstone uh, 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 created it, and then the Continental Congress uh, making it a, a symbol, as you mentioned, for it became the the for the con- the entire Continental Navy. Uh, the symbol of that rattlesnake, the timber rattlesnake, indigenous only to America, as Ben Franklin took it, made a cartoon out of it, and that was in 1754, because his thing showed the snake separated as the states were, and underneath it was the mot- were the words join or die. In other words, if we don't become unified, if we don't become one as these separate uh, uh, regions and states, the British are going to have a heyday and we're dead. So there is tremendous history in this. And then I, I looked at the tape for that woman to sit there and just oh, well, you know, it's really a racial and its connotations and so forth. And again, it's just well. That's and the let's, mother said, "No, it's not." Yeah, <laughs> which is great. Yeah, yeah. So let's just rewrite history. And by well, the way, this is this is what yeah. the Vanguard School District had said before the school board uh, overrode it. The the, the 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 Vanguard School admitted at some point that the Gadsden flag did not originally have a racial context, but claimed without evidence, racists had successfully hijacked its meaning. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. And, 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 and your yeah. evidence of that is, is, is what? 
yeah. you know. So this yeah. is the this is the game they play, and these are the and these are educators. Yeah, well, it, you know, it, 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 for me, between the, the word educator yeah. and journalist, yeah, I, yeah, uh, yeah. you know, get me the yeah. barf bag, please. Yeah, you know, it, 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 it is highly questionable in really relationship to the integrity of both. Thank God there are many millions of wonderful teachers and some journalists that are doing their due diligence. But here, again, this is wanting to oppress speech. This is wanting to manipulate it. This is the new Pharisee, Pharisaism where they want to come in and say, this is what you can do, can't do. This is what you can say. This is what you can't say. So I'm and just glad. And, yeah. and hatred for conservatives and traditional American values. It's, yeah. it, yeah. it's, it's hatred for it. That, that yeah. uh, it's just plain and simple. Plain yeah, and simple. that's it. Well, here's what I say. I say, uh, don't tread on me, baby. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> All right, this is it, folks. There is the old school bell. And as always, it reminds us that it is time to wrap it up and say goodbye to all of our listeners. But in way of reminder, friends, and I think this podcast underscores it, that whatever is going on in the crazy topsy-turvy part of our world, we live in a great country. Parents are protesting. They are pushing back. Uh, that awareness that Philip talked about is taking place. It's a free country. We intend on keeping it that way, and we have a lot to be thankful for. Thankful for you, dear listeners. So till we meet again, this is D. Paul Thomas and Philip Charles McKenzie inviting you to join us next week for another podcast of Entering Stage Right. <laughs>